this is gonna be part two of amt's episode if you didn't take a look at the last episode in the last episode we took a look at their earnings report and their earnings transcript for their conference call and see what was going on for this past quarter in today's episode i'm going to use a website known as lazyfa.com which allows me to see all this information in easy visual data let's see where we're at with amd <music> My name is Jose, and this is another episode of Buy or Pass. In this series, I will look at the financial documents of a company and decide if I was looking for another investment, would I buy or would I pass? Before we start, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get info on new episodes and other videos. So let's begin. So here we are in LazyFA.com. We're going to take a look at their income statement, their balance sheet, their cash flow statement. And we're also going to take a look at the red flags that LazyFA gives us something to keep an eye out. We're gonna also take a look at the quarterly data only, not the yearly data since the last quarter was quarter one of 2019. So there's only, the only reason we're re-looking at this data is for the quarterly data. So we can see here revenue is down compared to its peak in 2018, um, June of 2018. You can see this decrease happening we do understand that it is a decrease because of slowdown and everything going on but we can see it's not pretty bad it's still higher than compared to quarter one of what is this quarter one of 2017 so overall year to year if we erase this year which was a huge huge thing between the graphics and the blockchain crypto we can see we're still increasing over time. Cost of revenue, right? With less revenue, we have less cost of revenue. And we can see our cost of revenue is sitting at $751 million. And again, if we take a look at previous quarter of 2017, it's actually less than, than that. Gross profit, this company is collecting a nice amount of gross profit, even though their revenue has decreased dramatically. This gross profit right now is sitting at 520 billion, only only about 15 million dollars less than last than last quarter, when their actual revenue was more than was more than 200 million dollars less. That's definitely a great thing. It means this company is getting better at keeping its money. You can see earnings before income taxes. There are. A little bit on the positive but it's pretty much pretty flat at 30 million dollars and their net income again it's about 16 million dollars last quarter was 38 million for a company this size this is definitely still break-even so this company still has potential to grow that's one thing that a lot of shareholders are used are looking at this company for this company definitely has company a uh, room to grow as we can see in further quarters, previous quarters, this was in the negative. Some even as low as negative 590 million in 2012. We can see in 2014 they had a negative 364 million. Even as recent as 2016, they had a negative 400 million dollar. So for it to just be break even, that's definitely good news overall as the company. But so much can change. Next, we'll take a look at the red flags that Lazy FA gives us. 
here is just we're just gonna see again what we just saw in a different a different manner so here we see the revenue and cost of revenue in the same graph you can see that revenue and cost of revenue distance is pretty high and that's why we have the gross profit which is the difference between the two the gross profit is pretty good at about 521 million like mentioned we can see revenue growth let's take a look at quarter over quarter so i just like to see if there's any abnormals in changes we can see it's almost a one-to-one -one ratio between revenue growth and cost of revenue and that this has not changed right now these past six seven quarters it has been a one-to-one close to one-to-one -one ratio and that's the only thing i want to take a look at right now i don't really care about the numbers right now i just want to make sure everything is still normal here gross margin we can see gross margin is going up right now gross margin is sitting at 41 percent where last quarter was 37.8 and the previous quarter was 40. right now it's definitely at its peak compared to where it has been in the previous quarters let's see if we can find a quarter that was higher than that that would have to go back all the way to 2012 where it had a 45.7 gross margin and again we can see that steady increase going up in that gross margin unfortunately we can see that profit margin right is pretty low for this company and that's why we have that low net income of break even if this company is only keeping 1.3 percent of its gross on margin and converting it into profits next we're going to take a look at total assets and the balance sheet so we have the total assets total liabilities total debt receivables payables and cash and cash equivalents so these are all I, I, I this is my favorite sheet to take a look at because i feel like i can learn so much from the company here we can see total assets this company is increasing over assets at the same time it does seem like total liabilities is decreasing we can see it's definitely total debt is definitely going down like i mentioned in the previous in the previous episodes we saw that this company went from 1.7 billion dollars of total debt to 1.3 billion dollars this company is paying off its debt we can see with this total assets increasing and total liabilities decreasing our shareholder equity is going to be the company has about 1.978 million dollars of cash and cash equivalent the company is trying to keep within its 1 billion dollar target i forget what year it was i think it's 2008 um late 2017 they mentioned that they want to maintain at least a one billion dollars in cash and cash equivalents and they have been maintaining it and right now they're sitting almost at the one million one billion dollar cash and cash equivalents and that's definitely a pretty huge amount of money that this company has receivables this company receives about 1.24 billion dollars and it's past payables of 930 million so that's definitely good receivables are usually assets repayables are our liabilities so it's i usually like to put pin these against each other this company is receiving more money than it's paying to its customers right it has it has a lot more money to come in than more money to come out so now we'll take a look at the red flags oh actually let's go back to real quick to red flags here to see if there's any type of red flags we would want to take a look at the first red flag is just telling us that cost of revenue grows at a faster rate than revenue itself 
we can see this probably has to be with some outliers throughout the years but if we take a look at the quarter to quarter it's almost a one-to-one -one ratio so we'll not worry about that it has a net negative income for most of the time again this is just we've, we've mentioned this company is growing at the moment it definitely was almost at the bridge of bankruptcy back in 2012 it's definitely good to see this company going back to at least breaking even so it does have plenty of quarters where it had negative um, net income so again not anything to worry about this is pretty much the same thing negative earnings per share like our um, previous quarters are definitely triggering the flags the shares outgoing growth it's definitely crazy the amount of this company is diluting more shares every quarter and that's definitely um i'm usually not a fan of that just right because in theory you're devaluing the stock when you're putting more shares out there so this quarter it seems that there was a 4.4 percent increase in the weighted average shares that's definitely it here we see that's of dilution so we were just taking a look at um So those are the only flags I see and most of them were pretty much from old quarters the only one I really am focused on about here is the astounding growth in shares so this company is diluting a lot of its shares 4.4% in my opinion is a big amount now we here we're here back in the balance sheet of the red flags like I mentioned right the assets versus liability gap is increasing so we are at an all-time high in shareholder equity sitting at about 1.8 billion dollars and we can see there hasn't been a quarter since 2009 that has stopped this assets versus liability growth we can see quarter to quarter again it's almost it doesn't it doesn't have a pattern it does seem like assets at the moment are going at a faster rate than liabilities which is a good thing this is my favorite thing from here is the asset distribution and liability distribution you can see liability distribution a huge portion 55% is non-current debt sitting at 1.24 billion dollars and like I mentioned in the last episode there's no long-term debt being stored until 2022 this is definitely a good thing I definitely don't want to see this company freeze is it's it's long-term debt right now if it doesn't have to and we can see the next thing is payables is 41.57%. So again, that's definitely not a lot compared to its current asset distribution. So I'm definitely liking how this liability distribution is changing over years and quarter to quarter. It's definitely becoming more attractive that if they are reducing their non-current debt, payables are a huge portion of their liabilities, but we can see that receivables is a higher value than that. They have only $70 million to pay within this year, and that's nothing to worry about in the current debt. This company can pay that off pretty easily. The asset distribution, we have cash and cash equivalents sitting at 25% of the total cash and cash equivalents. This is definitely pretty good. Even though this company is made, um, has a lot of products, their inventory does not increase that much over time. That does mean this company is not overstocking or overholding inventory and sitting at 20% for a company like this. This is definitely a good amount of assets. 
like I said, the the amount of growth is not ridiculous. It comes between 700, 800 range. So right now it's sitting at 700, definitely a great great number. You can see receivables is another huge portion sitting at 32.9%, 1.2 billion. You can see it definitely is distributed more evenly within within other assets. So this company, the only red flag it tells us is just showing us that the net cash flow from operations is pretty low compared to. So it's just telling us that this company could burn out of cash within some form of time, right? And it even gives us current burnout time, 120 months, so 20, 20, 10 years if things don't change for this company. But again, we see a lot of potential in this company from the last episode. And finally, the last thing I want to take a look at is net cash flow from operations. We can see this is still negative. Like I mentioned, this is definitely a growth company. We're definitely going to see a negative net cash flow from operations. But at the moment, everything else looks good in, um, for me. So taking a look at the quarter one report we did in the last episode yesterday, um, to me, AMD is still a buy and I am going to be increasing my position in AMD. So I hope you guys enjoyed that episode of AMD. It was a two-part episode. Let me know what you guys think of AMD. Are you buying? Are you holding off on the company? What do you like about the company? What do you hate about the company? Again, don't forget to subscribe to get more updates on videos like this. Take care, guys. See you next time and enjoy the rest of your day.